0: (laughs) (laughs) here we are here we are again and we're on zoom so you know how that goes but here we are
1: we're still here we're still here we made it another week
0: another week and it's in between christmas and new year's and we still made time for this podcast hell yeah we fucking rock so how was your day
1: uh my day was fine i i have a little bit of paranormal news
0: you do oh you do oh shit see this is what happens when you tell me thing like things like four days ago because (laughs) a whole thing happens and then i'm just like oh yeah let me go on with my life and then i forget and then i talk to you i'm like oh yeah shit you got ghosts in your house
1: Legit, I have ghosts at my house, and I don't know what to do about them, but they're
0: there. Um, yeah, they're they're here now. They are making themselves known. And what? Oh God! Tell our listeners what happened.
1: All right, so we lost power, and we are in our kitchen. Doug had his coat on. We were talking about our what neighbor we're going to go to and offer a generator or a propane heater, heater to. And he just suddenly turned around, like, slowly looking, Mm -hmm. and I thought he saw a mouse. (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, something just pulled on my jacket. Like, he thought a cat, it was so forceful, he thought a cat had jumped on his back Mm -mm. and pulled down on his jacket. And he can't explain it, and he is a total skeptic.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And it was very unnerving.
0: And how long did it last? Like just a second. I mean,
1: no, I, it was a couple seconds. It was like noticeable,
0: oh, you no. know. Oh.
1: And then, and then, I mentioned it to my mom, and I was like, "Doug had this experience," mm-hmm. and she was like, "Yeah." When I stay over, because she stays over from time to time, she stays in our living room. Mm-hmm. She was like. I, I see things, and I hear things, and sometimes I feel someone brush up against me.
0: Oh, thanks, Mom.
1: <laughs> like, so nonchalantly, she's like, sometimes people brush oh. up against me, you know.
0: That's like my very first ghost story, where I was like, you know, was that your dad that walked past, like, oh, you can see them too? Like, uh, yeah, motherfucker, I can, so... <laughs> So wait, so I need to know more from your mom, but that's another whole nother day. But Mm -hmm. what I mean, is this like a one time thing that happened to her or she's just like, oh yeah, I'm friends with Joe, the ghost that sits on your couch every night.
1: Yeah, I think it's like something that's happened over the course of several nights. She said it's been more active the last few times she's been here.
0: Oh. That's but fun. I asked
1: her, too. I was like, have you experienced this elsewhere? Like, do you experience this kind of thing a lot? And she was like, no, just at your house.
0: Oh, lucky me. Lucky you. And I think it's ever since we started this fucking podcast. I feel really bad now. But well, no, no,
1: I don't mind. I really
0: don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> You're like, they're still Bring coming. The <laughs> they're still coming in January to find out. Oh, I cannot wait now for that shit. Oh my God. I think you should just do it. Just do it.
1: I think so. The other thing that's happening is uh, Doug is tearing up the flooring in our living room and laying down new flooring. And I didn't say anything to him. And then he finally said something to me about, like, renovations. Like, Mm -hmm. when you do renovations (gasps) in an old house.
0: Fuck. That's like.
1: Things stir up.
0: That's fucking freaky. That's fucking. So I'm kind
1: of, like, waiting. I'm kind of, like, okay. You're anticipating I'm prepared. I'm anticipating, exactly.
0: Are you going to call the police if you hear or see something?
1: no. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah.
0: We already did a whole episode on that. They don't do anything, but just confirm that we're not crazy.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: Um, but yeah, that's, fuck. So you're just kind of like living with a ghost and just not charging it rent. I mean, it is no, what it is. Just chilling. Well, if you get any more experience, that's fucking crazy. First of all, when you first talk, told me about the Doug thing, I'm like, what? And it took me a second to register like what you were saying to me. And I'm like, like something was tugging on his jacket. It wasn't like you heard a voice or you heard a sound. This was like physical touch, which is a totally physical. different. Mm-hmm. That's like that's crossing a line a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you haven't really yeah, had any. Well,
1: <laughs> his like initial reaction was kind of like, "Why don't you grab a mop, or, like, flush, <laughs> flush the toilet when the kids go I to the mean, bathroom? Like, do be fucking helpful." <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't tug on my jacket. I mean, that's not really going to get you anywhere. We don't understand the language of jack, you know, jacket tugging. No, that's not a thing. So
1: I, t- I told them to go away. I said, we live here now. You don't live here. It's our house. You can leave now. So oh shit, it's been quiet since then.
0: That's like Beetlejuice stuff, where they're like trying mm-hmm. to, you know, get rid of the people that live in your attic, and they're fucking going to the other side. I just went really dark with Beetlejuice in my head right now where they, uh, you know, they go on their little, the other side, the, um, the land of the dead, I guess we want to call it. Fuck. I love
1: Beetlejuice.
0: I fucking love Beetlejuice. Did you know that it's going to be going away on Broadway in like a couple weeks?
1: January. I know. And we know. didn't get to go see it. I, I mean, I saw it like a couple of years ago, but I wanted to see it again and I wanted to see it with you and with our other friends.
0: Mm. I know I'm sad, but yeah, they're like a couple hundred bucks a ticket. I'm just like, eh, it's not really, I'll just sit home, (laughs) sit at home and watch the movie. That's it is. Yeah. Maybe if it comes back, if it comes back at some point, maybe it wasn't meant to be right now, but
1: maybe a touring trip. Mm. They Mm -hmm. come and tour in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, that's true speaking of tours in philadelphia and things like that we have to do another now when it gets a little warmer out or maybe i don't know i'm going to the poconos this weekend so maybe i'll see if there's any creepy uh haunted poconos stories for my next episode Mm. so we'll have to see
1: i'm sure there is oh yeah i'm sure there is
0: i mean ghosts are fucking everywhere so Mm
1: -hmm. they're everywhere
0: they're even in the white house and stuff so there you go
1: legit yep
0: yes Alright, so what do you got for us this week? Cause I'm dying to know what you researched.
1: All right, so I've researched quite a bit. There's gonna be a little bit of a history lesson here, but I think it's important to understanding the hauntings. Yes. So we're gonna dive deep into history.
0: Okay. I'm, and we're I'm gonna be talking
1: about Eastern State Penitentiary. Yes. I'm
0: fucking so excited. Which is like
1: in our backyard.
0: Yes. And I must say, I've only been there for a Halloween thing, but at the end of the Halloween tour, they do like let you walk through a little museum area. It's very, very small. And I remember seeing things like weapons and such, but I don't know the history of, I remember, I don't want to ruin anything, but I just remember a couple of people, famous people had been, had been there and, um, oh, yeah. And it was just like, it was wild to me, but very fucking creepy place. And I'm super excited that you did the research on this.
1: I love that place. It is my favorite museum, hands down. And I've been to a lot of museums. Nice. And if you go, you can get the audio tour. And it's like a self-guided audio tour. Oh, really? But it's Steve Buscemi. Stop it. <laughs> it's, it's so random. It's so random, but it, like, fits, <laughs> and it's so amazing. So I highly recommend I just, doing the Steve Buscemi tour. <laughs> I just
0: did not expect that at all. You're like, it's so good, and it's Steve Buscemi's voice. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm here for right. it. I'm here for it. Let's hear it.
1: All right. So I think, you know... As I mentioned, when we're talking about such a historical landmark, it's appropriate to dive into the history. I think, especially like in the case of a prison, like its history lends itself mm-hmm. to like why it's haunted. Oh yeah. So Laurel La Rimpel, um of NPR said, "Its 142 history is full of suicide, Ooh. madness, disease, murder, and torture." Making it easy to imagine the spirits of troubled souls left behind to roam its abandoned halls.
0: Jeez, that's dark.
1: It's pretty dark.
0: I mean, but but what prison really isn't a dark place, if you think about it?
1: I wonder. I wonder if there's a whole thing about haunted Uh, prisons. Oh, I'm
0: sure. Oh, my gosh.
1: I mean, this place was active from 1822 Mm to 1971
0: that's a whole lot of extra years that you don't need to be haunting
1: people insane that's all right so here's here's how it came to be so it originally started at the walnut street jail which was located directly behind Mm -hmm. independence hall yep and the conditions were appalling it was like adults children men women thieves murderers jailed all together disease ridden it was dirty there was a lot of bad shit happening mm. that I don't want to go into. Um, they barely got food. heat. A lot of people died of starvation.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: And just, like, it was just, like, really bad. And, like, so there was a group um, called, this is a mouthful, but uh, the Philadelphia Society for Alleviating the Misery of Public Prisons.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. Kazoom type.
1: this society was like we cannot allow this Um, a guy named Dr. Benjamin Rush who actually signed the Declaration of Independence was like a part of this group and they enacted what's called the Pennsylvania system Okay. and this, I don't know it's kind of controversial because it's all about isolation Mm -hmm. and penitence and Uh... being like Thinking about your actions, being sorry for your actions, and having no interaction with any other human being.
0: Oh, that's just dreadful! Absolutely dreadful.
1: Like I don't see how that would rehabilitate well, It's anyone. like
0: solitary confinement, but for it's all everyone. for literally everyone. Oh, it just
1: sounds awful. Sounds so like a. construction of Eastern State Penitentiary was on a cherry orchard in philadelphia 1822 um here was the first prisoner charles williams a farmer sentenced to only two years for theft so i think it was pretty minor Hmm. he was inmate number one now picture this Mm -hmm. he was escorted into the prison with an eyeless hood placed over his head what so i've seen this it's just like a, it's like a white hood that they place over their heads and they do this so nobody like sees who you are and also so you don't see where you are so you can't escape
0: oh okay that's unnerving it's totally unnerving like if you
1: see a picture of one of these hoods like it's just like
0: well just white hood just sounds like a terrible idea altogether
1: I think this whole thing was a terrible idea altogether.
0: I think this was not what they planned. It didn't work because it's not still open today. Yeah. So something didn't work.
1: So in the cells, they had a toilet. They had a bed and they had a Bible and the, like, a sliver of a window to the outside. And then they could only communicate through a small hole which is how they were fed and how they communicated to the prison guards.
0: What the fuck? So how's that going to teach you how to stop stealing?
1: No, exactly. Especially somebody for two years, like you got two years for theft. Like what did he do? Did he steal some, is he like Jean Valjean and he stole (laughs) a loaf of bread to feed his family? Like fuck all of you. Fuck
0: all of you. Let the, let the man go. (laughs)
1: Uh, Just fuck all um, of you. (laughs) And then ultimately, like, another issue with this prison is it was meant to hold 300 prisoners. And then by the 1920s, Philadelphia had grown so much. Mm. It was housing 2,000 people. What? It was supposed to hold 300.
0: Holy fuck. That sounds like the prison system today, holding too many people. Some people that probably did dumb shit that shouldn't even be in there anyway.
1: Mm. Yeah. Over the course of its 152 years, the penitentiary held some 75,000 inmates, including—and this might be what you were referring to before—like some famous people, mm-hmm. Al Capone. Yep. So Al Capone was there for eight months, and I actually saw his jail cell on a an episode of Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. And you know how I told you before, like the jail cells were like
0: bed toilet
1: bible he had like an armchair a nice couch he was bougie he was bougie and i think it's because rumor is he donated money to the prison so that's why well
0: i mean and he's he was only there for eight months i didn't know that i thought that he was there a lot longer
1: i don't know why it was just a little stint
0: and what did, what do you know what he was arrested for? Did they ever, do you know specifically? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I just didn't know if you researched
1: uh, that. No, I, I didn't. Probably killing a couple that. people.
0: Whatever, you know. Yeah, whatever. It's Al Capone.
1: Whatevs. He's got money. He gets, he gets out quickly, yeah. I guess. Eight months. Ago. Um. So the npr article by laurel de also says you know the harsh punishments used on prisoners are enough to make you shiver even without seeing a ghost Mm. so here are some of the torture that they inflicted upon the inmates
0: oh fuck i i can't do torture but i'll listen
1: i'm sorry it's It's just like when you hear this stuff it like it kind of clicks and makes sense why like people would stay around here and I mean, like haunt the place it's just like fuck. awful
0: it sounds before you even say anything it sounds terrible so i'm i'm here for it go for it we need all to know right. we need to know the history it's kind of like dolls I'm sorry. it's just I'm so sorry. R- just rip off the it's band-aids. like
1: dolls it's okay, like fucking rip off the band
0: <laughs> go for it
1: all right so there was the mm-hmm. water bath in mm-hmm. which inmates were dunked <sighs> This is, like, in the winter, then hung out on a wall Ooh. until ice formed on their skin. What the fuck? And I've been there, and I saw, like, they literally had these big hooks. Oh, And they would no. just put people on by their clothing and just let them hang what there. What the fuck?
0: I'm really cold thinking of that.
1: It's also, like, why?
0: Because somebody's like what, fucking sick in the head.
1: What good does that do? It
0: reminds me of, like, The Handmaid's Tale. Like the torture shit that happens in that show where you're like, why? You didn't need to do all of that. Right. You can get your point across other ways.
1: Sick people. Sick
0: fucks. Anyway, sorry. Go on.
1: There was the mad chair, which bound an inmate so tightly that circulation was cut off, sometimes necessitating Mm. amputations. No. That
0: just sounds so painful.
1: I know. Okay, this is the worst one. Brace yourself.
0: Is this, wait, let me just ask, is it something through the eyeballs or under the fingernails? No. Because those are the two that get me.
1: Okay, it's close. Fuck. It has to do with the tongue. Oh, they cut out their tongue? So basically, they they have like, uh, they chain their tongues to their wrists.
0: Oh, God.
1: In such a fashion that yeah. struggling against the chains could cause their tongues to tear
0: oh fuck you so like
1: oh there was this guy his name was matthias mccumsey in 1933 um he was tortured it was called an iron gag mm. and it was basically like he had to keep his hands like this the whole time
0: yeah like up like a up,
1: no. yeah sorry people can't see me yeah just like up mm-hmm. uh but if he let them down it would just tear his tongue oh, and he oh god he died because of bleeding he just bled I mean
0: out. that's fucking horrible
1: this is horrible and what did he do the seal a loaf of tra-
0: bread like what
1: I don't know oh, but it's not right
0: it's like, not right someone doesn't
1: rehabilitate people
0: no that's like sick fuck stuff that's like reminds me of like American Horror Story Asylum when they just they yes. think they're rehabilitating people and they're literally like just chopping shit off and yeah and they're like but it'll save them you're like, no, motherfucker, it ain't gonna save anybody.
1: Oh. <laughs> no.
0: No, stop. So,
1: interestingly enough, Charles Dickens wrote about the, uh, the prison. <laughs> nice. Um, and he chastised its practices and he mentioned that. So, his whole point was basically like, yeah, you've got like physical torture going on, but the mental torture that you're inflicting by isolation is way worse. Like you're gonna ruin people for the rest of their lives by this isolation. There's no
0: way they're gonna make it in society ever. No. Like what happens after you've been in there for two years in that
1: Two years.
0: No. I wouldn't make it two days. I'd be like, just fucking just stab me in the eye. Just get me get like
1: just just kill me. I'm done. Yeah.
0: That's horrible. Um fucking Philadelphia. Fucking Philadelphia.
1: (laughs) Philadelphia. Come on now.
0: Nobody likes us and we don't care.
1: <laughs> uh, no, that's true. Um, <laughs> in 1846, there were 11 deaths and one from insanity. Nine cases mm-hmm. of insanity were reported that year. Um,
0: Only one died from insanity? That's pretty unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's true. Wow. Physiological effects of long-term isolation can include anxiety, insomnia, panic disorders, paranoia, aggression, and depression.
0: Fuck.
1: So, oh, that's it. Idea.
0: That's it. That sounds like a commercial for if you have seventeen <laughs> issues, try this one pill. <laughs> try the Eastern <laughs> State Penitentiary, where you can get it at your <laughs> local pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> if you hate your life, go to the Eastern State Penitentiary. We should do a commercial for them.
1: We totally should.
0: I mean, why not? Right. We're here. We're ready. <laughs> We're ready
1: um so just so i quote my sources some of that came from wikipedia
0: and also the scare chamber well the scare just chamber sure just is I credit the scare chamber is so fitting for all of that literally yeah,
1: torture is awful
0: it's awful that's that's horrible oh my gosh so
1: do you want to talk about ghosts
0: yes please let's talk about <laughs> things that are not missing you know eyelids or what tongues or whatever the tongues fuck. Ugh, yeah
1: gross so um i'm gonna go through a bunch of different haunting things some of the, it's going to be a little repetitive but different mm-hmm. people explained it differently so i think it's interesting so laurel of npr says Selbach 12 is known for echoing voices and cackling
0: Oh, cackling the word. just the word cackling <laughs> is terrifying
1: it's a terrible word Cell block six for shadowy figures darting across the walls. Cell block four for visions of ghostly faces. Mm. Many people have reported seeing a silhouette of a garden one of the towers. Footsteps, lots of footsteps, wails, whispers. Mm. The most legendary tale that I've heard over and over and over again in all my research was Gary Johnson who helps maintain the crumbling old locks in the prison. In the early 1990s, he had just opened an old lock at cell block 4 when he says a force gripped him so tightly he was unable to move. Oh, no. He describes a negative, horrible energy that exploded out of the cell. Tormented faces appeared on the cell walls, and one was beckoning to him.
0: Oh. What the fuck?
1: That's so intense. And I heard... Uh, I don't think I'm making this up. Like, in interviews, he's, like, very wary of going back to that cell.
0: Mm, Well, yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, why would you want to? No. I don't want to go in any of those cells. They all sound terrible.
1: Any script writes, Countless reports of disembodied screams, cries, whispers, and ghostly footsteps have Mm. been reported by visitors. Hmm. The shadowed outline of what is believed to be a former guard will also appear in one of the watchtowers. Cell Block 4 is known for its black shadow figure. Faces on the wall. Hmm. Again, cackling, whispers, apparition of a prisoner. And Cell Block 6 is known for dark figures, which move quickly and sporadically across the walls, which is, like, if you actually just stop and think about that, that is just terrifying.
0: That sounds terrifying. And I'm thinking well what happened so then my brain went okay well what happened to all the guards like the guards that have seen all of these things are they you know dying because they're mentally insane you know that kind of like shit i wonder what could
1: drive anyone insane to see what they were doing like
0: Mm-mm. i don't think how do you it.
1: proceed with life when you see torture like they were doing
0: i don't know you know someone enjoyed it and the other person was throwing up in the background probably like
1: that would be me <laughs>
0: yeah no fuck but there was some pretty like hardcore i mean it, it really across the whole world back in the day you know their their ways of handling things were not always the best you know the yeah you know when they thought somebody was a witch or when they thought you know like so if you think about all the history and all the barbaric things they've done it's like I guess it makes sense for that time period, but it's just fucking awful. It's
1: awful. It's fucking yeah. awful.
0: Mm, that's scary so, though.
1: One of my favorite things, um, it's my favorite ghost video. I think of all time mm-hmm. it's, um, ghost hunters episode five, season one. Okay. They go to the penitentiary and they have a camera that's facing down this long corridor. And you know, mm-hmm. cells along the corridor. Yeah. And this is just like overnight. No one's there. Nobody's watching it. And out of nowhere, this being manifests, mm. just like appears and is like crouching. What? Stands up and runs the other way.
0: <gasps> you can see it on their video.
1: You can see it, and it looks like it looks like somebody's like uh, in a cloak. Ooh. But it, it appears that, like, they tried to debunk it. Like, they tried to, like, recreate it. Mm-hmm. They tried to see, like, could somebody get up through the other side and, like, try to play, like, mess with them. Yeah. But they couldn't recreate it because this thing manifests out of literal nothing. But it's it's a solid figure. And, here, like, there's, like, the reflection of the camera on, like, the side of the railing that you can see. Mm-hmm. And when this being stands up, the reflection goes away, and it runs, and then the reflection comes back. That's weird. So, it's a solid figure,
0: Mm-mm. you know? No, thank you. I'll take, I love it. I'll it's, take your work It's for my it.
1: favorite video.
0: Oh, my God. That's terrifying. I still like shit when, like, cabinets open and fucking door slam and shit.
1: You don't want to see a being.
0: No, I don't want to see a whole-ass ghost. Like, no thanks
1: yeah I don't know how I'd respond to that
0: I mean I did see one but it was the corner of my eye was my peripheral vision so you know my yeah. my debunking could be oh I just thought I saw something in the corner of my eye but when the person you're with goes oh you see them too then you know that you're not fucking crazy
1: which is a nice feeling but also you still feel a little like yeah crazy
0: and I was telling that story I think like about a week ago and I was talking about how you know I was in this situation and the person was like so you left right and I'm like no I stayed there they're like well you're a fucking idiot I was like well no I'm not because there was no way I was going home and letting someone follow me home like I'm gonna right. stay with the person that knows the history of the house and probably is okay because they haven't touched that person or hurt that person so yeah what the fuck I mean I drive past that <clears throat> house all the time it's so creepy
1: I really want to see the house because it have. looks really crazy. Well next
0: time you come over we'll we'll carve out some time for a little road trip and I will show you it's probably about eh, it's probably about 15, 20 minutes from here. Not too crazy, okay. so
1: All right,
0: let's do it. Yes, oh my God, but we should do the Eastern State Penitentiary tour together and we oh, should... I love it there. Do they still do tours?
1: I think they still uh, do. Like... They do tours. I don't know if they do the ghost haunting yeah. thing anymore.
0: Okay. Got it.
1: Either so, one. um, a couple more stories. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, Al Capone complained of being harassed by a ghost of a man named James Clark, which is very specific.
0: That is very specific. So I'm, I'm thinking James Clark probably did him dirty.
1: Oh, Yes. Yes, he was one of the victims of the infamous Chicago gang battle called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre.
0: Oh. Oh, that that small little moment in history.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, and this is um sorry, this is by Brent Swanser where I got this from. So that's how fucked um, up
0: the system is. That that one dude stole and went to jail for 2 years, and Al Capone went to to jail for fucking 8 months and was in a cushy fucking situation. Like it just goes to show. It's not it's just money. like it's money. Money it's talks. All money. Mm, I digress. The
1: normally fearless Capone claimed that Clark would unsettlingly appear as an apparition and move or throw objects around, which according to one guard reduced the hot shot gangster to a weeping and terrified mess who would send out blood curdling screams at uh, night shouting for Jimmy to leave me alone.
0: Fuck. I mean, it's pretty intense. Fuck out Capone, man. Yeah. valentine massacre
1: and then from there it's just it's a lot of like um you know your general footsteps screaming shouting clanging on bars when no one else is there voices whispering in the dark and just like shadows moving i know in the other there was another ghost hunters video where you saw a shadow dart from one cell to another Mm. you saw something running and it was just a shadow. It wasn't, yeah. like, a real person.
0: That's fucked up. Did you ever? So do you think, in your opinion, like, most ghosts that come back to actually haunt someone is some type of, like, revenge? Like, unfinished so, business? You know how they always say, like, a ghost has unfinished business? Sometimes they don't know they're dead. You know, all the, the rumors. Yeah. But...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know in Ghost Hunters they talked about intelligent and residual ghosts... Mm -hmm. and the residual ghosts are the ghosts that just like go through their actions and don't have any awareness that anyone else is there the intelligent ghosts are ones that are trying to communicate something Mm -hmm. and want to actually interact with you so like they're kind of like two different types of ghosts revenge I don't there's got to be some that are out for revenge but like what does it have to do with us? I don't know like, what did
0: we do? I mean, in your situation, I don't think it's a revenge thing. Unless they're really pissed off about this podcast. But, I mean, we're not saying anything offensive other than, like, you know, fucking go away. We don't want to hang out with you. But at the same time, like, what do you want? That's all That's all people want to know. What do you want?
1: Okay, exactly. And that's the sole reason why I want paranormal inve- investigators to come here. Mm-hmm. Because... It's not a malignant spirit. Nothing malicious is going on. It feels, like, playful. And I just want to know, what does it want? Yeah. Does it want to communicate something to somebody? Does it want us to do something differently? Like, just tell us what you want. Because all the ghostly stuff is kind of annoying. So just, like, maybe we can work something out.
0: Maybe we didn't get the memo when my sister heard,
1: stop talking.
0: (laughs) We didn't get that memo because we're still talking
1: uh i got that memo and i ignored it
0: right so if that was your message please let us know if that specifically was your message but we're we're not we're not trying to piss you off
1: we're just having fun we like you we like ghosts
0: yeah we're literally advertising for ghosts yes (laughs) made for ghosts by ghosts no i'm just kidding
1: all four
0: ghosts Um, yeah we're we're pro ghost if that's even a thing i don't
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i don't know it's 2022 you can be pro whatever you know i'm pro ghost yeah me too i you know
1: i just don't want them like messing around in my house
0: yeah just leave shelly and her family alone if you can hear me and then uh yeah fuck off fuck off just fuck off politely fuck off please all of a sudden we have accents we have accents a little like you maybe your ghost is british or something i don't know
1: piss off ghost piss off wanker (laughs) that's all i got anyway that's that's my eastern state penitentiary fucking awesome
0: well that is i mean i always knew there was some fucked up shit that happened there but i never knew to that extent and that is even more awful than I thought it was. But I will say their, their uh, scary stuff at Halloween was probably the scariest okay. fucking one I've ever been to. And I'm now I'm thinking like, well, maybe a real ghost like fucking touched me, you know, like you don't even know because at that time you're so I, terrified already. You're going into it. terrified.
1: Yeah. I heard, and this is a rumor, so I can't like, I can't prove it, but I heard that they close off certain parts of the museum hmm because it's so spiritually active that yes. they don't want guests going down I, those cell blocks.
0: I heard that as well. Yeah. And they did have some pieces roped off. So. Yeah. I, I, I can definitely imagine, you know, somebody that's supposed to be popping out to scare you doesn't really want to be hiding in a haunted area. I can totally relate to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I can totally They're just relate. just an actor. <laughs>
0: Well, um, because it was just Christmas, uh, I wanted to also, you know, if no one has seen the movie, I know it's past Christmas. It's not really like, you know, people want to still sit around and watch Christmas movies, but on Apple, there's a movie called spirited and it's Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. And I had no clue what it was about until I watched it. And I've realized it's another rendition of like a Christmas carol. So I won't oh. ru- I won't ruin it for anyone who wants to still see it. But when I tell you that's probably the one of the best um, the best versions of a Christmas Carol I've seen in a long time cuz it's more modern mm-hmm. and um, the music from it was also written by the guy who or the people that did The Greatest Showman. Oh, so the okay. soundtrack, I mean, we Oh my Ken and I gosh, were it watching it and the soundtrack was just like mind blowing. I was like, wow, this is a really good song for a movie. And then, you know, we heard another song. I'm like, this is a really good song. And Ken was like, this yeah. is probably going to be on Broadway. Like I wouldn't be surprised. And They then, are
1: incredible musicians. Um, they did uh, Dear Evan Hansen
0: too. Oh my gosh. Like I, when I tell you, you have to just, even if you just listen to the soundtrack, it's amazing. And it's, I, Ryan Reynolds and will. will Ferrell. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. So, all right.
1: Yeah. Good, good
0: tip. So, yeah, I mean, I you know it's a little bit past Christmas, but maybe, you know, you still feel like you're in the spirit, no pun intended. It's called spirited. And, <laughs> uh, or maybe pun intended. I'm not really sure. But, um, I appreciate you doing all that research on the Eastern State Penitentiary because I want to go, I want to go there again.
1: Oh, it'd be so
0: fun to go there. Doug's never been
1: there, so... Awesome. Maybe we could
0: do a double date. I would love that. Absolutely. And Philadelphia, you know, you never know what fucking... Things are in their hidden corners. It's it's a pretty... uh, I mean, shit. The ghosts walking around now are probably fucking crazy because there's, you know, we're one of the top murder cities Mm. in the country. Um, There's a whole entire show called Homicide City that's specifically based on Philadelphia. So there's a, there's enough dead people to go around. Jeez. Oh, it's
1: fuck. great to be from here.
0: Praying for all those who have lost family in Philadelphia but Jesus Christ, it's it's rough out here so uh, you know, stay safe everybody and hopefully um, you're not in any position to uh, be up against a ghost that is pissed off or you know has revenge yes revengeful ghosts do you have anything else shelly for this week
1: no that's it i had a great time
0: me too all right everyone as usual you can reach us at are you of ghosts at gmail.com we're also on facebook instagram and twitter please send us your stories if you have any we would love to hear them and hopefully this wasn't a scary episode for you but um otherwise sleep well